Hey, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this is Not So Super. Hope everyone had a happy new year and, you know, if Christmas or you don't celebrate it, but just a wonderful Holidays. holiday time. Yes. 2022. Oh my God. 20. 22 right? yeah okay. <laughs> yes it's 2022 wow it's like two years flew by and i don't remember quite what i did in any of it i don't know what time is the sun sets at like three o'clock here <laughs> yes so time actually doesn't make sense yep. at all at this moment we had a wet christmas not yes a, not a white christmas. no but it did snow on christmas eve like the early morning so we had like a dusting yeah of snow and then it was like gray and rainy on christmas day so and someone stole my pot yeah <laughs> someone did oh my gosh Where merry christmas merry <laughs> let me take your pot i mean they were like well this looks nice it's a nice little christmas present i know for that's someone. what my brother said <laughs> It's like, oh, I think they're walking by, forgot their gift, saw that on the porch, and was like, I want that, that's mine now. Exactly. And so you gave someone a very, you know, Merry Christmas. I guess. <laughs> Goodwill to all mankind and all that, so. How was your holiday? It was good, it was good. We had like a little family thing at my sister's house and everyone's vaccinated. My sister, her husband, they work from home. You know, my brother's a firefighter, so he's vaccinated and he's tested all the time. So it's like a nice little little gathering. Yeah. And you? Uh, Sames. Uh, every person in this household is in the medical field. So they are, they are vaccinated. They are double vaccinated. Yes, exactly. Boosted up. Boosted up. Yes. We're all boosted up. Yams was having a good time. I know. In her holiday vest. Oh, Yams had like this little Santa vest. She had a, oh, because we decided to match as you, a family. As a family. So like, we had green plaid uh, bottoms and then kind of like a festive top. So her vest was green plaid. And then uh, Wookie, the family dog, also oh. had a matching green plaid vest. Um, but they were just barking at each other. <laughs> see, okay, see. Wasn't as peaceful in that manner. Wookie is one of those tiny dogs with the Napoleon complex. Oh, yeah. So. That's our fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's our fault. Tiny, tiny dog that thinks it's a giant Great Dane. It's ready to bark and get sassy with everyone. He's but also like 20 years old. He's old. So he's he's let me just let him do whatever little old geezer yeah that's like no my sister has a dog like yes yeah naima's a boxer pitbull mix so she's a she's a big girl she's hefty doesn't know her own size tall muscle <laughs> that's like yams but yams is all fur it's all but that's a big yams girl. is a 55 pound oh my god yams is such a big girl golden doodle and a baby She's that much, she looks much like bigger. a monster. Yes. A cute monster. But like she jumps like she jumps on me and her arms her front paws are basically on my on shoulders. shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very alarming. And I am tall, so it's, it's... it's very alarming. I'm not expecting it. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, yams, you could throw She just gets too excited. Yeah. Throw a small child down. This is why kids can't go near her. No, oh my god. Even though she 
Yams looks like. She looks like you should be petting you her. You should be petting her. Exactly oh my god, that little now. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, know, kids have no fear. None. They just stick their hand out. <laughs> and this little boy was so happy to pet her, but I was so scared. <laughs> You just picture, like, in your mind, you're visualizing... This tiny hand, like, it's hanging, chopped off. Hanging out of Yam's mouth. Like, she didn't do anything, because she was too busy looking at a tiny chihuahua. <laughs> and I was like, is that my brother? Nope, that's not your brother. Oh, Yams. Oh, she's a good girl now. You know, because she got comfortable on this oh bathroom God. floor. Exactly. After, like, physically... I was like, I had to physically put her down. And she's like, I guess... Yes, I'm stuck, stuck here. here again. Yeah, but she'll get used to it. Yeah, it's my baby. Yams also thinks I'm her owner. I don't. Understand. Yeah, I don't know who I am. <laughs> You're just the person who takes care of her in between my visits. You know what? <laughs> yes. That's probably right. That's what she thinks. Yeah, she's like, where have you been? But now she's asleep with her head in my lap. That's great. <laughs> so hopefully she stays asleep. I know this whole episode. Oh, yes. Episode of the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Right? The 1960s, which thankfully had oh, more options. A plethora. <laughs> plethora of in, good stuff. In comparison to the 50s and the 70s. Let's not bring that up. <laughs> Let's not bring up the 50s. 60s, we get a slew. So much. Of interesting characters. There's so much. So I did it's a good time. It is. It is. So I did. I was very excited about the character I picked for the 1960s. Which um, I know is a woman. Yes. Nice. Because I'm keeping this theme for as long as I can go. And I'm just all over the all place. All over the place. So I'm like, I'm, I'm sticking with women, female characters, because... It's, Why not? Yeah, it yeah. seems like the thing to do. So, and also I get to go first this week. Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh, and also I'm very excited because it's quite long. <gasps> and not as, probably not as long oh, as you yours is ever one? going to be. Why? Why are yours getting longer? I mean, I just find some good stuff. It's not long. It's long. It, no. It is long. That is more than all the previous ones you've done. We'll you see. scrolled like twice. All right. So it, it is long. Mine is, it's actually a full page and a half. Oh, so front mine, and back. Front, yes. Well, not front and back, like front and then like one third of the back. <laughs> but this is still longer than any other one I've done before. So the character I chose for 1960s was or is. Oh, yes. Um, her name is Nightshade. Uh, she was created by Steve Ditko and Joe yes. Gill. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? Did you look at that one too? Yeah. <laughs> Did you do that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was a contender. Yeah. So we were. We're on the same wavelength here. Yeah. Okay. So Nightshade, she's actually appeared in like 291 issues. Dang. Yeah, and that's partly because she's one of those characters like uh, Red Tomato, who... <laughs> Red Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, Red Tomato. Red Tornado, who uh, fell into public domain and then mm-hmm. 
eventually gets bought by DC. So Nightshade's real name is Eve Eden. She first appeared in Captain Adam number 82 in 1966. So her stories goes like Eve's mother Magda in the Charlton comics because she has a different name in the DC comics mm -hmm. um, tells her two young children even her brother Larry I don't know why the name of Larry amuses me but it's just like even Larry like it like I was reading it and it, was just, it just threw me off so Eve and her brother Larry that she's a princess from the land of nightshades uh, a different dimension she was forced to flee to earth from um, she shows her children how to cross dimensions and Aww. guess what? The evil guy she escaped, you know, to Earth from, essentially, the Incubus, attacks them. He kidnaps her brother, Larry, and stabs her mom. <laughs> what a funny line. <laughs> well, I mean... I think it's the name. Yeah, that's what does it. But also, in my mind, what I'm thinking is, hey, I escaped from this place, like, barely, skin my teeth. Let me take my two small children back there yeah. because, you know, probably the thing that made me run away is it's not there any it longer, there right? Anymore. That seems reasonable. So Eve is able to get her dying mother and herself back to Earth. But, you know, she vows to someday return and rescue her brother. Now, <laughs> I don't know why I, made, I put it like that, but I was like, now Daddy Eden. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Senator Warren Eden has no clue his wife and children are essentially aliens and Eve can't tell him so this guy is just like his wife and son disappear and in, in a mysterious accident and his daughter doesn't know I guess doesn't know how to explain it to him he's also stuck with you know a daughter who's acting super weird and claims to not know anything they don't get along, so she eventually drops out of school and starts an intense martial arts training because that's what oh, one does yeah, when not? they're planning to rescue their brother Larry from, <laughs> from the dimension of nightshades. Everyone needs a brother named Larry. Exactly. So she grows up. Uh, she starts eventually working for the CIA as Nightshade. That's her code name. Mm. Um, at night, while, you know, playing up the part of the shallow, globe-trotting, you know, celebrity by day, um, Senator's daughter. Um, still, all this time with the goal of one day going back and to the land of the nightshades and rescuing her brother. So this was, like I said, uh, she comes into the public domain, but then DC buys her, so it's like she, a part of her story through the Charlton comics and then part of it is like DC continues mm -hmm. and she also appears in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths the DC series so she's like still fairly relevant like they still use her some huh. and she's also a member of Task Force X oh. or better known as Suicide Squad ah. yeah yes and so oh. <laughs> so like like, I was also reading this thing, like, they wanted to make her a member of, like, what was it, the just JLA, so the Justice League of America at some point, or Young Justice League of America, something like that. She was also, she potentially could have had her own show. But I think a lot of that is tied up in, like, how do we go about this with the character who we partially own? Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to make it too big, give her too big of a role. Mm -hmm. So this was the the fact that her whole thing was going back to save her brother Larry, yeah. right? 
So, so when she gets to the DC part, she actually eventually the Suicide Squad like is like, let's go rescue your brother Larry. Mm -hmm. So they go there, and it's so convoluted. I was reading, <laughs> I was reading the plot line. I was like, this is like soap opera level. So like she gets there, and I'm not even reading from the paper now because it just amused me. <laughs> but she gets, <laughs> they go back to the land of nightshades. She finds out her brother Larry is been dead this whole time. Oh no! Yeah, I know. And, and like Incubus has been using his body as essentially a meat sleeve or oh, like, yeah, that's oh my like, gosh. yeah, he's, he's been living in Larry's body. And the whole goal was like, eventually him and his sister, Succubus, were going well, to, but, yeah, wait. exactly. Incubus has a sister named Succubus. That sounds wrong. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know. And their plan was to, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm telling you, that's why I'm not even reading for the paper because this is like, I was like, what am I reading right now? Gosh. Um, their plan was to eventually use Eve and Larry's bodies and then they yes. were going to have a child so they could bring back their father. Wait. Yeah, exactly. And as, as wait. Yes. Wait, like, so give birth wait. to their father. I don't even understand. But a brother's sister. Yes. They were going to, the brother, the spiritual, like, a spiritual alien brother and sister were going to use the bodies of a, another brother and sister so that they could give birth to a child, I guess, would be the vessel for their father. Um, <laughs> yes. This is all messed yes. up. Yes. But so the Suicide Squad goes there to stop them. And then they find out that Larry's dead. Larry's dead. And I'm just I can't even imagine. She spent all this time trying no. to get to Larry and he's dead. But then they find out that. Enchantress from Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. Succubus has been using her body. Oh. And that's how, exactly. And that's how Succubus, I mean, that's how I guess Enchantress got her powers. And then that's revealed Enchantress loses her powers because Incubus is like, we don't need you anymore or something. They know no use. <gasps> to his sister? No, to, Enchan to oh, Enchantress. Oh, the, the vessel. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So she's like useless now. And then <laughs> I guess they want to try to actually, um, Succubus wants to try to inhabit. Eve's body but I guess Eve's too strong and so she defeats them eventually one of the members of Suicide Squad ends up killing Incubus and I assume Succubus because I mean or she runs away I don't know they didn't mention it she probably she hopped into another body <laughs> I know right like and then she goes happened. back home and you know she continues on working with different like groups essentially but I'm just thinking, like, her her purpose. Like, Larry's dead. That's you know? So, so I was like, aw. But I was like, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Like, she was technically or is technically a member of the Suicide Squad. Her DC-owned Yes, her DC-owned character. character, exactly. Eventually becomes... She's a move. Well, that's the thing. I don't think so. I don't think she... No, no, no. There's two movies. Yes. And There's I looked I looked Suicide Squad and the, the Suicide Squad. Stop. Squad. Stop. <laughs> Such nonsense. Um, that's like Fast and Furious and The Fast and The Furious or they Too Fast. That? Yes. Oh, gosh. Or Too Fast, Too Furious. I don't know the franchise. Oh, my God. I know there's a lot of There's movies. a lot of them. There's nine of them. I've seen wow. them all. Wow. All right. There's only going to be one more. I'm a little bit sad, but also they're straight nonsense at this point, so it might be for the better. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you guys really didn't care about naming at that point. Oh, I forgot. What am I talking about? There's Too Fast, Too Furious, 
There's the Fast and the Furious. There's Fast and so the Furious. So we're doing this, huh? <laughs> You're really going to name all no. of them. Okay. I just named those three because they're literally the same title. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I was like, oh. But the last bit of Nightshade is like her powers. She's skilled in karate, shadow bending, and then... Shadow bending. Yes. And then teleportation because remember she's using... The shadows from the to move through dimensions, and she also uses that just in regular instances. She can move through shadows. What's shadow bending? Like I guess she's using the darkness, like as a weapon in sense. Like she can actually wield shadows. Oh. Yeah. So Dark. I was like, I know. I thought that was pretty cool. And she actually is, you know, one of those characters that. She, to this day, she still has She's kind still of kind of current. Yeah, just of a different exactly. Uh, but it's still that idea. Like I saw the thing where she, they made attempts, or they were mm-hmm. planning to make attempts to do stuff, but she's still kind of relegated to instances within mm-hmm. the comic books because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she she is a member of Suicide Squad. So yeah, that movie was bonkers. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to imagine her character. In it? Like, yeah. I just don't remember which one I saw. Suicide Squad or The The Suicide Squad? I only watched one. I think The is the second one. Did you watch it? No. I I was going to say something. No. No spoilers for anybody. I don't know. Um, I I just feel like the, the members of Suicide Squad that were in the first one, only Harley Quinn was in the second, I feel like. Oh, okay. I feel like they were different members. But then again, from what it sounds like, there's a lot of members of Suicide Squad. There's a lot of characters <laughs> that the military and government don't care about. So it's like, yeah, you, you and you, go ahead. You're good, you're good. Um, um, you, you, you also go on this suicide yep. mission. We don't care about you. <laughs> so that is my 1960s character, Nightshade. Nice. Yeah, 1966, in fact. Yes. Because we, we learned our lesson last yeah, time. Yeah, now we know the year that now these we people be, were introduced. Be prepared. It's like the second thing I put down now. <laughs> so, your turn is a full book report. I have a lot of quotes. That's why it's, oh, okay. it's long. My character was from 19... Yeah, exactly, 1960. Alan Adam was a physics prodigy who would grow up to be a decorated soldier chemist and an expert in rocketry and missiles is this is this captain adam yes (laughs) he's this is a well-known i guess not well-known but maybe he's he's not as uh unknown as some of the other ones we've done i think honestly i think at some point do they work together yeah nightshade works with captain adam I feel like he does. Does your Captain Adam know someone named Tiger? Something like that? Mm, I don't remember that. But um, I think DC. Did DC. I feel like they did. Probably. Yes. No, Nightshade ends up in like a real, like a love thing with Captain Adam at some I, point. That's probably why I recognize her name. Yeah, exactly. At some yeah. point they do. Yeah, I think DC, yes, DC did acquire. Yeah. So they probably... At some point interact, were, yeah. Uh, and more than just interact. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Oh, Alan and Eve. 
Who knew? Who <laughs> knew? Look at us. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Oh my god. But then again, Captain Adams everywhere in the 1960s. So. That's true. Yeah, he's floating <laughs> all over the place. During his time in the U.S. Air Force, he found himself working on an experimental atomic rocket. However, with his butterfingers and bad luck, Allen was accidentally launched, inadvertently becoming the first man in space. <laughs> and the first to be atomized. Oh, that's not good. Nope. When the rocket <laughs> exploded, it destroyed his body, but not his essence. And as a comic uh, states, quote, mm-hmm. at the instant of fission, Alan no longer flesh and blood, but atomized at the atomic structure. He reanimated as a super atomic being, gaining the ability to reform his body back together and come back to Earth. The original beam up. Hey! Oh my god, it's so cheesy. That's so hey. cheesy. Hey! You know, as you're, read, as you're reading his, how he got his powers mm-hmm. have you ever seen Watchmen? that's not yeah that's <laughs> that's well what I okay so i'm gonna end up repeating but yeah. since we're already here uh he was the inspiration for dr manhattan mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but this is also coming from someone who's never watched the Watchmen. okay i just know mm-hmm. that came up towards my uh towards the end of the research um but yes you watch the Watchmen? yeah okay so you obviously see the similarities. Yeah, I, see, I was like, oh, he can re-atomize his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beam up. Oh, my God. But at least it's a Star Trek reference, so. Yes, I did that for you. <laughs> I did that for you. After, so, like, I had already written this, and then when we talked about that, I was like, I have to put that. Yes. I, I appreciate the Star Trek reference. You're very welcome. He gained a myriad of powers, like supersonic speed and flight with interstellar distances, invisibility, atomic blast power, super senses and strength, energy-wielding power, and invulnerability. His body even emitted radiation, where he was decked out in a red and yellow costume designed to shield the rays and harness his nuclear power. Once the Air Force deemed Alan safe and alive... (laughs) they decided to keep his abilities a military secret and give him a new name captain atom he continued on to save earth and its people from harm rescuing uh kidnapped scientists diverting space orbs trajectories alien attacks and cold war missions as physically strong as he was there was a lack of uh continuous reader support so charlton the original publishers revamped captain atom's Uh, in an attempt to save the character and their business. The OG red and gold costume was replaced with a liquid metal version laying under his skin, which transformed when he powered up. During power-up, his hair would also change into a uh, a silvery white. But unfortunately, this Super Saiyan version of Captain Adam wasn't too popular, and he was cancelled. (laughs) with the publishing company selling its characters and closing its doors. Did you say Super Saiyan? Yes. (laughs) I'm glad you understand that. (laughs) Alright, continue with Goku. Continue. For decades to come, the original Captain Atom would repeatedly be reincarnated to no avail. Multiple name changes, multiple origins, swapping in and out of the original outfit, and even additions to different supergroups like Centennials of Justice, uh, Living Assault Weapons, and the Justice League. 
where most would recognize a version of Captain Adam as the DC character of a different name, Nathaniel Adam, who was also reincarnated, sent back to the past as a normal human, just to be brought back to the present with, of course, a new name and origin story. Uh, Whatever writers and artists did, nothing seemed to be winning with the readers. The original publisher also tried to appease better reader support by asking them directly what they thought. (laughs) That's desperation. This is why. (laughs) This is why I had to do this character because this is where it gets really interesting. The last years of the Charlton comics included a section called Captain's Column, where readers could write in to Captain Adam himself and were encouraged to ask and say literally whatever they wanted. And readers did not hold back. C.H. from Roanoke, Virginia, in issue 86, wrote in, quote, You've really got me mad. (laughs) Captain Adam, my favorite hero, and you changed his costume. Anyway, a crook could compare his hair with brown and presto. He'll know he's Captain Adam. You'll be hearing from another guy about his new costume. If you don't bring back his old costume, Captain Adam is A-U-T out. (laughs) End quote. And then J.M. from Bluesfield, West Virginia wrote in, quote, I just finished reading your newest Captain Adam, and I think it was lousy. (laughs) I know, they're so harsh. Why did you get rid of his old costume? They really didn't like that new costume. Nope. Please get it back. Now that you've ruined him, (laughs) (laughs) the only good hero you've got is the new Blue Beetle. I was thinking about quitting Captain Adam, but I looked over my collection and decided not to. Now my mind has changed. I will not continue to buy Captain Adam just for the Blue Beetle. Not to threaten you. That is a threat. I know. Get back Captain Adam's old costume or I'll never buy another one of your books. Good gosh. All right. They they were... They were not happy. They were not happy. Yeah. As harsh as some readers were, whether before or after Captain Adam's revamped look, he did have a unique origin, immense powers, and would seemingly be in par with Superman. Having his story rewritten, short-lived, and passed on so many times, it's easy to forget where he first came to be. Even through the years, his character left a mark that inspired many others like him, and uh, most notably, like what we said, the Watchmen, and still hold the interest of select readers. Captain Adam could have and could still be just as super as Superman himself, maybe with a bit more marketing and story development. He captured an audience once and could again One fanboy expressed his enthusiasm through poetry. Oh my god. He did not write a Captain Adam poem. Oh yeah, he did. And this was the hidden gem. Oh god. R.B. from Summit, New Jersey. Oh. Hey, hey, represent. In issue 87, wrote in his piece titled Atomic Poem. No. Captain Adam, created by an atomic blast and after that fateful day, decided to make crime-fighting his task. No! When police see the Adam insignia on his chest, it seems to say to the police, you can go now, I'll do the rest. He's a real cool swinger. Some cats call him the Atom Slinger. His atom blasts are like an atomic cannon. Just one of his blasts could make a Grand Canyon. (laughs) To end this poem, you have a cool mag, and wow, it's never a drag. Oh, my 
that sweet child. I know. Arby. Arby from Summit, New Jersey. Arby just really liked. A lot. A, a loved. lot. He loved Captain Adams. <laughs> loved Captain Adams. Dang. That's one of the things, like, Captain Adams from, like, 61, so mm -hmm. a little kid back then, they'd still be around, like. That is why <laughs> I use their initials. <laughs> so, since it's a kind of well-known and somewhat current character. Yeah. You could read the comics. Yeah. And I had a blast <laughs> reading the captain's column section. <laughs> there was so many more yeah. entries. I was just like, I don't. I definitely want to put the poem. Yeah. I was like, but I needed negative-ish to kind of mm -hmm. balance out this the, beautiful the poem. poem. Yeah. yeah. And they used their full names mm -hmm. and their addresses. <laughs> yeah. How, how scary is that? Things we don't do that now. No, <laughs> no. But things were very different yeah. in 1961. Yeah, so I was like, I can't do that to these <laughs> these people. So I, I mean, if it, you really wanted to, you could find where Arby lives <laughs> or where he Jersey. lived when he wrote this. Yeah. Um, and their full names. But I, for the sake of privacy, I did their initials. Yeah. Well, Captain Adam. It's so interesting because I know he plays a part in, like, many comics including current dc because i'm mm -hmm. like 98 percent sure he has a thing with nightshade later on when they're both in dc he's the 60s like charlton version of superman so yeah. he's just out here doing everything mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i mean it's interesting because on the one hand can you say that captain adam might have been more successful if they didn't have so many revisions so many changes kind of like kept a consistent i think if they kept the original costume because mm -hmm. they once they changed the costume yeah. that's when it went downhill or even more downhill, downhill. they were trying to revamp and they and went in the completely wrong direction it's not that different no but people were not feeling it already. yeah so then you can see the color scheme the logos for the most part the same it's yeah. just a silver skin they didn't like that it's at all throwing them off i guess but I thought that's kind of cool. The silver skin coming out of it. It's kind of like a Wolverine situation. Vibe, yeah. Well, people, they like the classics. They're like, they did not want that uh, outfit to change. But also there was, you described, there was a couple of changes. Still a couple of things there. Goes back to the past, goes to the future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gets a costume change, like. There was too much yeah. back and forth. <laughs> there was, they did not have a direction and. People are like, no, I'm not here for this. Well, that's also a theme from our other characters. An original story not necessarily sticking, so they tried something else. Yeah. But if they just kept developing... Yeah, that original... That original thought. It might have caught on because, I mean, he's super powerful. The people who love him love him. And he has a good chance of being a rival for uh, Superman's like audience. He's a white man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> who's overpowered and essentially indestructible. Did it say if he had a weakness? No, I couldn't find that. So he's more powerful than Superman because yeah, Superman has a weakness. It's kryptonite. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he has one. In The Watchmen, mm -hmm. does that character have a weakness? Um, No. They're, I don't want to... Okay, in general that character does not have a weakness mm -hmm. is there something you could do 
to weaken that character. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But like the way Superman is completely powerless. With Kryptonite. Yeah, it's not like that. But I also might have been just blinded by the wonderful Captain's Column. (laughs) So many things to say. They actually responded. To each one that they posted. Yes. So it would be like at the end of the comic, five to seven entries. Yeah. And then they would respond. <laughs> I love, like, I just, it amuses me that they're taking suggestions. They were desperate. <laughs> they were so desperate. They're like, what do you want to see? Yeah, that is exactly. And the sheer level of desperation is so sad. I'm sorry. And this, this they, they responded to the poem. Oh, God. This was their response. This is Captain Adam's response. Yes. It's easy to see you'll never be a world-famous poet. (gasps) But you took the time to praise us in rhyme. And we love you for that. You know it. Okay. See? First of all, why are you dissing? I know! This person who wrote you a poem. You just dissed Arby from Summit, New Jersey. Of course he's not going to buy the next comic. Because <laughs> you, you, you put his whole name and address there too. Yes. So, everyone so everyone's going to go to his house on their bicycles. They're yeah. going to ride his bicycles over to his front lawn and recite that <laughs> poem back at them. Exactly. It's Aww. easy to see you'll never be a <laughs> oh real famous poet. That's Aww. messed up. See, right there. You're throwing fans away. That's why Captain Adam wasn't successful. <laughs> Because they didn't know how to interact with their fans. They don't. They would have been canceled if oh it was God. this time. That's so horrible. But in general, like, that's a little kid. You know that's a little yeah, kid. Like, maybe you 10. It nine. might be what? a young man. Sorry. You never know. <laughs> a 15-year-old. I'm sorry, that would be kind of... I'm just saying. I'm just thinking, like, 19, 1961. Like, a 15-year-old wrote that poem into Captain Adam. No offense, RB, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm I'm just hoping that he was like nine or dead. And he wrote that poem, but it's even worse because I can just see the little, like... He'd be crying. Yes. Imagine, you as You're, a kid, yeah. write in this beautiful poem. Yeah. He's, Your mom says it's a beautiful, beautiful poem. poem. Yeah. Yes, let's submit it. Let's write the letter. Put it in the mailbox. <laughs> when you're done. And then you wait until next week's issue to yeah, see if they chose your poem. To be in the And comic. then you read that, you probably cry. Yeah. And then you you have like Butch and Skip and, <laughs> and Rock and Buzz come over on their bicycles to like make fun of you. You'll by... never be. <laughs> it's fall. easy to see. Oh my God. Aw, poor kid. That's sad. I know. He never bought another Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Adam. Captain Adam. No, not after that. I mean, he joined the party with uh, the Virginia boys. <laughs> the Virginia Dang. boys. Who never want to read another Captain Adam again. They really, uh, they really lost their fans. Well, after they lost their direction. Yeah. Oh, like boy. Captain Directionless. Oh, no. It sounds like DC did pick him up, so he's he's around somewhere in and he DC could be universe. Better. Who knows? Who knows? If Maybe they... he'll be part of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> he can't be because he's, he's he's actually like Superman. Yeah, exactly. He's actually powerful. I wonder if they just don't want competition. That could be it. With Superman, I feel like super. This is true because Superman is such 
big entity. Mm-hmm. You know, like a big asset to their portfolio. And he is the leader of the Justice League and everyone knows him. And if Captain Adam comes and he's objectively more powerful and does not have any visible weaknesses whatsoever. Goodbye, Superman. Exactly. Captain Adam mm-hmm. should make a new suit mm-hmm. of kryptonite. <laughs> and he is. And he is the most powerful yes. at that point. Or like a little medallion necklace. Yeah. Or but like, he's a good guy. He's not actually fighting Superman. What if he just wants like a jewelry? <laughs> just just carries around like a kryptonite necklace. Yeah. Just in case. So he's always like the person who's rescuing people. Superman's in a corner, (laughs) curled up in a ball. So wrong. He's, Superman's gonna write in. (laughs) I love that. For the captain's column. Like, no, this guy gotta go. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) he has to go. He'll make a haiku. Yeah. Of his hatred. (laughs) For Captain Adam. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. All right. Well, those were great characters and also they intersected Mm -hmm. so i feel like (laughs) unintentionally great um as always as always (laughs) but also now i'm curious like if or you know or when we come back to the 60s if we'll find other characters that kind of like hang out with captain adam Mm -hmm. because i feel like he's a fairly central figure he's a popular guy you know (laughs) So I'm like, I'm interested now to hang, you know, see what happens there. Who knows? We might come back to the 60s. Exactly. Unlike certain other... We shall not say that year. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, Again, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. (laughs) And... And this was Not So Super!